Today on the Rundown South Podcast, we got Keith Nelson Jr. coming on to talk about a bunch of various topics that have happened in the last couple of weeks from Jesse Smullett to Bob Kraft and the Oscars. But mainly, we got to talk about Solange taking over Black Planet and what this is going to mean for Black Twitter. Uh, the mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. Right. Thank y'all for joining us on the Rundown South Podcast. Gotta know that. Coming to you live from ATL, Georgia. I am your host, C.L. Palmer. And today on the line, we have none other than the freelance master himself, Keith Nelson Jr. What it do, oh folks? Yo, C.L., I might have to use that as my um, avatar or something like that. Yeah, my put, name put now. that in the bio, you know. Freelance master, I like that right now. What's up, C.L., man? Um... This is the end of Black History Month, and it's oh, been yes. the last month. day. I didn't do anything to celebrate except I went. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, you did it. You no, were black, and you, you, was, you stayed alive. Right, I, I made it through. But no, I take that back. I did do Sweet one idea. thing real quick. Um, I went to an elementary school uh, Black History program. Now they all did songs from various uh, eras, eras of music. Didn't hear any public enemy. I was a little disappointed. Mm. You know, I, I would have liked to get get some of that, but I don't know. Maybe that was a little too intense for the kids. At, you know, in, in second grade, I think so that play. You know, Chuck, Chuck D is very like you motherfucker. Like go on, Chuck. We, we didn't do it. <laughs> but you know what? Nah, they should have did that. They should have did that. Because honestly, now that you, now that you mentioned that, I was at a civil rights. Um, I think I mentioned this before. I was at a civil rights one in Atlanta. I'll be real quick about this. Uh, civil rights mm-hmm. um, um, museum in Atlanta, and they had like Martin Luther King and all of that. And I would have liked to have seen some hip hop, right. like so, some Kendrick Lamar, some like, hey, this is who came from from Martin Luther King. This is what happened. But you know, maybe next time. Now, the one thing I will take away from that program is I seen a dude in a fresh Fubu shirt. Okay. I don't know where he got it from. If he had it previously and then he decided to bring it out that night. Storage. But, <laughs> but I hadn't seen a fresh FUBU shirt in a long time. Now, I've seen some, you know, some of my compadres out there, you know how the thrift store get down. Um, Shout out so to those. I, I see masters. the FUBU logos here and there, but I had not seen a crispy one in a, in quite a while. So <laughs> shout out to everybody out there still holding on to them crispy FUBUs. Speaking of FUBU, um, you know who has the who was the last person to put FUBU into the commercial mainstream, right? Who was that? Solange Knowles. Mm. Well, her she put she put the song uh, her, her song uh, FUBU on her last album, the critically acclaimed "A Seat at the Table" back in 2016, um, for us by us, and I mean, yes, that is true. When people heard that. Like I, I know black women. I, I know a, a, I know one specific woman who has l- cried in front of me hearing those songs. Like Solange knows tapped into a sort of 
like essence of the black woman that was, or actually not even essence, a sort of unspoken pain. Like one of her songs was like, "You ain't got nothing to be mad about. You got you, you know, don't be mad about being mad, or, or you know, you, you got the right to be mad, right? You know, things like that. Don't touch my hair, like." I'm gonna say it's a lot to go. Like let's say salons. We're gonna get to her in a minute because it's a whole lot to digest. Because I haven't did a podcast in a few weeks. I had lost the episode, like one that we did. So I want to catch up on a few things, you know, just real quick, and then we can talk about salons because that that is a big topic as far as where I see music going. Like I think we need to talk about that type of stuff. Okay, so wait. What you got going on right now? So Steve? first up on the rundown, uh, I'm gonna talk about Jesse Smoke. I haven't had um, a chance to really put my two cents out there. I know <laughs> this topic has probably been beat into the wall, dead horse, whatever metaphor you want to use. But I still gotta throw in my two cent. Um, Quincy Jones pretty much said it. He's gonna be okay, but he's stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, in two lines, the great Quincy Jones. Got it right. I mean, there's not much to say after that, but I mean, dog, like, I don't even feel right giving all the jokes about Jesse because he know what he did and everybody that let him have it the last week and a half. But, dog, I mean, it was one thing to go after the whole mega country and want to put out some propaganda. I understand that. But for you to go out there and commit a felony <laughs> now it's got to be some pretty dumb shit done out there in hollywood but this one it might take the cake for me i'm he, <laughs> like he's a I, I know he got donkey of the day is he like an all-time donkey of the day uh $3, i dollars man i hope that shit i don't know what the rules are i don't know the rules for that oh my goodness like <clears throat> so like i guess let's let's discuss like what he can do from here because he's going to have a court case. He's going to need yes. to get that resolved. Yes. Uh, the empire uh, producer saying that he was a little upset about how much he was making per episode compared to yeah. the two movie stars, which I'm like, come on dog. You, you're not a movie star. You just got to It is what it is. I can't see that being, a valid reason for you to go off on a deep end. Now his music flopping, that might make you feel some type of way, but he's making music. You know, he makes music. He's, he had some tour dates. He had a lot set up and nothing was really popping. And you know, I don't, I'm trying to figure out the nice way to say this, but it's like, you're not Frank Ocean. Like we're not taking every gay R and B singer the same way. The point I'm trying to make is, is like, so it's like if you got a lane, right, and somebody's already in that lane, you gotta bump them out. Mm. But, but wait, but why does the lane have to be Blake, um, gay black artists? Only because it's you're the other one right now. <laughs> it's like until like until you make until you make a song that's bigger than his song, you're the other one. See, okay, see. Uh, I get. I think I see what you're trying to say with that. I'm like, it's hard. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to say this the right way, try and not be offensive. <laughs> because you can have multiple gay black artists out in the world. That's yes, very that's fine. Huh? But I, I feel like he wants to be that guy because he's on the TV show. See, 
I don't think. See, I don't know what his his ambitions are for music. And this is what the, the crazy thing is about is that I'm follow. I follow music. I would like to say pretty well. And I did not know he was had any true ambitions of making this a huge thing. Like I mean, he definitely didn't get the promo for it because I would have definitely been hearing about that. But but beyond that, um, this whole case. What well, I mean, we can. I think everybody knows about the case, so we don't need to rehash it. And if you want to go with what he can go with from here, there's only a few routes to me, I think, that he has to go. One, and I think the most attractive one to me is you got to own this shit. Right. You got to own this shit, get a book deal. How, you got to call, <laughs> you gotta call you, Who going to give him a book for that? I don't want to read that. You got to get a book deal. You got to call Netflix. You got to call all, You got call somebody, get, get, get the documentary ready. You gotta go in the studio. No, no, get you, the, you just go full fire fest on this shit, man. Go in the studio. Get the best producers. Don't 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 do a single interview at all. Don't say a word about this album. You need to make sure that the first time you come back out in this world, and they want to know about you, you got an arsenal of I can change the narrative at any moment. I got an album, bearing my heart, dropping my biggest songs ever, explaining why. You know, I would betray my race or allegedly didn't do it. Maybe I did it. Because that's the thing so interesting about this fucking case is that he did it in probably one of the most racist poli- like, uh, police areas ever of Chicago. Yeah. This wasn't like New York, which, I mean, New York has its moments, but like, it's not like Chicago. Niggas, they, like, where they just, um, I think they just covered up a black, uh, uh, a young black man being killed. Um, before, like a, like a month or so ago, right? Like stuff it, happens it, there all the time. It's just all the time. It's oh, not very a shock I, I, for I don't speak hit, out of like a black dude to just get beat up randomly on some racially so, charged stuff. Like that's so he, so he, so he connects us the empathy of the LGBTQ community by him saying I'm a gay Tupac, which was right there with a gate was a red flag that he was. Lying. That was so that was off red, top, like. Off like, target. Whatever you was trying to do, bro, you need to just stop. That's why. That's bro, what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I feel like he wants to be a gay superstar artist. In see, the- now that you say that, it makes sense that he because because of what he said. Then, like, you're making your homosexuality in that moment, even if it's a joke. Even even if it's a joke, go right ahead. Even if it's a joke, you're using your homosexuality as sort of a and one. You're saying that gay people can't be tough. Like what? Like what's a gay Tupac? I'm the gay guy who was getting beat up by the cops. Like it's like you're making it. It's a joke, but it's very spoken out of turn. Yes. And you know what? I don't have the right to tell you how you want to speak. Cool, cool. But right. I know as a black man, if I came out and I got beat up by the and, and I got let's say I don't know screwed by like an executive or something like that, or I got like or, or I got miss or I got misturned on um, call for a rape, whatever, or something stupid. Or something crazy that never happened, and I said, "Oh, I'm the black um, Brock Turner, I'm the guy who like got off with um for all the crazy thing he did." Yeah, I would sound like I was a I was a freaking idiot. You like, look like, like, like exactly. You, you you look like you're using it for a motivational tool, even if it's a joke, bro. Because it's a serious matter. First of all, why are you joking about it? Like so, I think from that point on, I don't. But then again, it's like the police kind of lied about some stuff. Overstated some things about like him. Pay the FBI is coming in saying that they went too far, saying that definitively he paid for this. Definitively 
he paid for these services when really <laughs> he ain't got the evidence yet. So I'm so, yeah, so I'm sick. never gonna so it's back and forth. So to to wrap up that part from what I think is that he could do is he has to come full force. You gotta go in the studio. His next court day is March fourteenth. Your next single gotta drop March twenty first, <laughs> March fifteenth. <15th. laughs> that single gotta be hot and ready. Man, March fifteenth. Man, I think I feel like I, I, man, I feel like he missed playing his hand. I feel like he got some good cards in his hand, and he was like, "Man, I probably could play this card up a little bit more, and this might let make the other hand part of the hand work better." And it just not. I feel like he thought his star was might be a little bit bigger than Empire, but it's not. Oh, oh. I, okay, I, now he, he he's saying that if okay now if he's saying that I like what you're saying with that because he does think that in a certain sense because if he's saying that his per because like his per episode allegedly was around one twenty five k per episode. Okay, you know what I mean. And I think Taraji and Taraji and Terrence Howard make two fifty okay. around that. All right, that's, so that's fine. Or we're, gonna wrap, I, we're gonna wrap it just, up on this point. But go ahead. I think they make more than that. I think more than that. I think they make like three fifty. I don't think more. they should because they're bona fide movie stars. I mean, Taraji's exactly. been on the Oscar Forget. stage a few times. Like, come on, let's. Oh. Forget just the movie star, bro. Look at look at the, the structure of the show. Right, if they're Jamal, the main draw of the Jamal, show. If Jamal dies, who the fuck cares after like three episodes? Right, like Lucius or Cookie have to be gone to make this show turn bro, into something different, and that I'm shit ain't tell you happening. What, I, I'm gonna tell you what's happening. Um, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say. This and this, and I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. His next court day is March 14th. They're still filming the rest of the, the new season of Empire. And there's always been reports, and I think it might have been confirmed, but I can go check later, uh, that he's being written out of the last two episodes of the season. That's I, what I heard, that, I that he won't be... just fired for the, you know, 25 people that's still out there watching that shit. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Hey, what I'm going to say is that he's being written out of the last two episodes. So that means to me that when they go and shoot the next season in the summer... If this shit ain't wrapped up and you ain't come out clean, next season gonna start with, yo, Jamal never came back. What happened? <laughs> I, I think he got bit by a spider. <laughs> they, gonna throw, they gonna throw him a body double. They gonna, somebody gonna hit him, sniper, long range in the dark shadow, and they just gonna have a funeral. It's gonna be simple. They not gonna do nothing elaborate to bring him to make sure he gone. If one Don't piece of me. evidence comes out in this trial that is even closest being like you lied about something, Jamal's falling off of a cliff. <laughs> Real quick, man. Real quick. They got they, they got the script it. ready. They, they, they got two scripts. <laughs> they got they, two scripts ready. Alternate ending. That shit is coming. <laughs> But let's move on, man, because we, we already went in on that, man. Uh, real quick, man, I know the Oscars just passed. Uh, did you watch any of it? No. Okay, I, don't I didn't think it. you did. Now, of course, don't watch the Oscars. Um, everybody fainted when Regina Hall won. No, Regina Hall. What's that? Regina um, no, Hall. Yeah, no, no, Regina, um, yeah, King. I'm like, I always do that every time. 
But uh, both of them are, are, are dope actors. But yeah, yeah, I'm about King, to say, bro, I literally always do that because they're both dope. But, they're both uh, dope. Regina in their name, yes, and they're both amazing. And then, 100%. um, Black Panther taking a bunch of like, uh, um, production design production and, and something like nothing major, nothing like, like nothing but, that. But you know what it was either. though? It's like I can say this about the Black Panther movie. It had the dopest costumes I've seen probably in a Mar- Marvel film. Oh yeah, and the production oh, yeah. sets were one of a kind, and it, it really felt like. They went somewhere and built the Wakanda. It it really felt like that. So I I give it to them. The technical achievements of that film deserve some Oscars. You know, it's I didn't watch Green Book. Uh, Me either. I, but I heard about it and man, is that I feel like, like that's another white guilt Oscar. Every time somebody, <laughs> it's like Twelve Years a Slave, Green see, Book. Look. You know, whatever <laughs> white white guilt movie that you could think of because of what y'all well, did to black people, it always gets the Oscars. It's weird. Let's not let's not do that the Tobias Slave. Shout out my man Barry Jenkins. I think that was still a dope film. I'm, uh, I'm sure it was, man. It's just like, man, and they ever but, gonna give one to like the black film that doesn't have something racist in it? Yeah, like they have never given um no, yeah, one time. Did. No, 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 they did Moonlight. Okay, Moonlight. But... Moonlight was Moonlight was not only super black, it was super black and it was gay. Okay. Like, and it was beautiful. And it was, they, they, there was a scene. I didn't of, watch it. Bro, there's a scene on a beach of two black men jerking each other off. Oh, yeah. And, it, oh. and, 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 it's, and, and it's the most intimate, beautiful scene in a movie you can see in a while. Like, they did that in a way where it's like, you don't feel awkward about it. If you don't like seeing that, because it's not, it's not over. It was done. It was so, bro. I, I, I don't know how they did that, but like, kudos I'm, to them. You know, it's like when you have a talented director, you can you have stuff like that. What? So, um, and I think that they they had a shot to do that with, with Black Klansman. I think Black I, was Black Klansman the best movie of the year. I don't know. Was it up there? Yeah, I think it was. Um, I, I, didn't I see heard green... some some up and down reviews, and I I just didn't uh, pursue it. I'm probably going to catch it when it comes on HBO. I give it H- a shot, but for right now, I'm not even no rush to see it. But <laughs> I, I'll be honest, it's it's good. The only thing about it that would keep it from being an Oscar is that it doesn't have that like cinematic classic like moment is it's right. very fast it's very fast it very it's very heavy on the topic it's more so a message they're trying to give you a visual you know marvel i feel you which and that's is, that's a spike lee hallmark but yeah which, he usually but they, has they, the visuals to go along with it oh no 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 no, no, no the, don't get me wrong the visuals are there they're there but in terms of getting an oscar for best picture like in terms, in terms of, a, of a picture by itself, a movie by itself in a vacuum, oh my god, it's an amazing film. But in terms of what we know, because his thing about his thing about this is why this is why I didn't watch the Oscars and I didn't watch the Grammys is that if you watch these things, you are don't a lot of people don't look at them for what they are. They look at them as like as like there's some sort of like natural order of things that right. came about from God and nature, and that everything's gonna come. Oh, but this is the right. You gotta look at it from like what is the what is their patterns? 
What do they do usually? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the Grammys. The Grammys. You, if you didn't know that Casey Musgrave was going to win the Grammy, then it's like you haven't watched the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, you don't. You're not familiar with how this works. We've seen. We've literally seen this movie before, and I, we know how it ends. Bro, Taylor Swift beat to Pimper Butterfly for best album of the year. When I saw that, I was like, they ain't never going to give something super black. Any kind of that. Because it it ain't happening. We already know the issues there with the the Grammys, but I I don't want to go too deep into that that, that, because that's a frustrating thing that us as hip-hop fans have said, fuck the Grammys. It doesn't really matter that much. Like... and they're still doing the same old trick of giving us the genre album, the genre awards, but not the genre awards because the genre awards pacifies everybody because, oh, yay, that person that I didn't think was going to win won the award in her genre, but then they don't win Best of Waters. They don't, yeah. they don't win um, Song of the Year. They don't win Album of the Year. You know what I mean? It right. goes to the same people. Over and so, over again. So that's that's why I don't fuck with the Grammys and all the Oscars really because the Oscars the Golden Globes is a lot is a lot better. Well, at, you oh, know the Golden Globes is more of a party. Everybody be in there kicking in and shit, getting drunk. It's, talking it's, shit. Man, like, it's, it's closer, nigga. It, it, it's it a lot like more a, intimate. Like you know, the Oscars is more of a pageant. A pageantry, a pageantry. Yes, it is, my good fellow. Uh, now let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about a couple other people that like to get down um i want a couple of these two guys together i want to talk about tristan thompson i want to talk about biocraft now oh boy you know they both made headlines for two different reasons similar reasons similar reasons yeah actually actually the same reason in in some in some ways right one more criminally unjust than others but uh So, uh, you know, Bob Craft, he got caught up down there in Florida getting jerked off at the masseuse parlors. <laughs> you know, like, on the surface, I don't have any problem with any man getting a hand job as long as it's consensual. And if it happens to be somebody who's very skilled with their hands, Please like a masseuse, then I think it's probably even, like, worth the premium. Now I've never experienced that, but I'm just imagining. Like, I me either. But uh, you know the the big thing behind that was there was a human trafficking part on the back end that they're trying to investigate. So, I, I, it's like, man, you were at the wrong place at the wrong time. You wrong know? place, wrong time. <laughs> he, he was not asking specific questions like, "How are your living arrangements? Are they treating you well? Are they feeding you three times a day?" Like he didn't ask all that. She was like, you want happy ending? He said, yes. And that was it. So I, I feel bad for him that he got caught up in that. But the thing about it was he was, he's single. Well, uh, apparently no, he, has, he has a girl, he has a girlfriend, but he's not married. That, that, that's what yeah. I'm hearing. But and he has a girlfriend who had a kid two years ago that he doesn't claim. Oh, I'm like, that's Tristan. You know, that's that's a different person. You know, now, now Tristan, on the other hand, is like, bro, you in the house now. You you went in there. Dra- it was bad enough how you got in there in the first place. But then Shit, you get, huh? I, I don't know the story. I don't know the story. Tell me the story. Okay, so 
he had his original girlfriend who I think he might have been engaged to get married, but she was pregnant, about to have the baby, and he got uh caught up linking up with Chloe Kardashian. Oh. So mm-hmm. it was right then and there, it was like, man, that's mm-hmm. kind of cold, bro. Mm-hmm. You just gonna leave your girl like pregnant, about to have his baby, and you gonna fool with, you know, Chloe Kardashian and mm-hmm. everything that she has in her baggage. Like that's what you want to do with your life, you know. Now understand that you, if you want to be a star, and you're trying to cross over to some other stuff, whatever. But it's like it's still like, man, you you still a little dirty for how you doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> but whatever, whatever you say, you in love. Uh, you go ahead and get with this with Khloe Kardashian. You become part of the storyline, and then you start messing with the younger sister's friends. Why you at the house? Like it happened at the house? Apparently so. Like that's how oh, they got caught. Allegedly at the allegedly house. Allegedly it was at the at the crib. You know, because but what I'm saying, like at the crib, I mean it's like you're in bed. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't they don't have all that. But what I'm saying is like when I say at the crib, I mean like in town. Like where the paparazzi okay. can see you. You know, not literally in the crib, but you might as well been in because nigga, you part of the Kardashians. They watch you all the time. All the time. What's wrong with you? You can't do nothing. And look, even if you do do something, you got to go in through different doors. Like nigga, don't you watch <laughs> movies? You can't walk out with this chick. Like <laughs> different doors. <laughs> bro, I was. <laughs> You know, I I don't claim to be a player. You know, I I don't crush a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I know some things and I know how not to get caught. And that yeah. nigga was doing shit to get you caught. Now everybody in the Kardashian uh, elite, I don't know what's the, what they posse is called out there. They are very upset with Tristan and the other girl. I damn, I didn't forgot her name already, but she's coming on the red table tomorrow to talk about it. She about to spin this <laughs> because hold on, bro. Now, now I got to go. Yo, we're gonna, pause you, for, we're gonna pause for intermission. We gotta pause because some shit just just dropped. What the hell? Was this drops? I hear the phone buzzing in the background. Uh, uh, Kylie Jenner just accused Travis Scott allegedly of cheating. TMZ. Jordan Woods. That's the girl name. I'm like, damn, why am I I'm like, why am I blanking on this damn thing? All right. TMZ, yo, TMZ says that uh reportedly uh Travis Scott is postponing his, his tour in Buffalo because of an illness, but it's more complicated than that because Kylie accused him of cheating and he's staying he's staying in LA to deal with it. Mm. See that that I don't know. See that, that's, <laughs> to me, so that's what makes me think this is all orchestrated, bro. That right there almost confirms to me that all of this shit is just the Kardashians orchestrating drama for the new season. Is it? This is this is too co- bro. Now you can look at it two ways, and I'm and we can say this on, on air. Okay, we can look at it two ways. One way is you can look at it as 
Kylie's like, you know what? My sister just got cheated on. Let me talk to my mans about this. One, also, let's just say, first of all, this could not be true. And this could just be TMZ bullshit. But, however, I feel like over the last five years, TMZ's at least developed a certain level of credence. Yes, that they, when they they, say, there is some legit shit going like, on with TMZ gets a hold of something. They're not just going to put some shit out. So, like, it seems that way now. that They're not just going to put some shit out that they can't verify. So if this seems to be true, with Kylie thinking about that, that could be her just being like, yo, this shit happened with Tristan. What are you doing, my my, my man? And, man. Then, and then, But then the more, but to me, is that more likely than we orchestrated it again so that you ask him that so that we have something for the new season? Mm. I mean, it's, who, buddy, bro? You... It's like the ten four hats is out now, <laughs> you know. But these are like these these are. <coughs> excuse me, let me get myself together there. This wouldn't be anything that's new in the playbook for the Kardashians to Not set up some full controversy. Now, Not at all. I went on to a great publication um, that I don't read, Cosmopolitan. You know, okay. they keep up on stuff like this. And apparently they have a timeline. A timeline. Yes. Of the events that are leading to this. And I now I'm going to put that up against your theory and see if it holds up. All right. So it looks like Jordan called Chloe to let her know she was at Tristan's party. She says she went over there to make sure none of the girls stayed over. It was a preemptive call. Then we have Jason Lee called Kim Kardashian's best friend, Larsa Pippen, and told her what actually went down at the party. Larsa called Kim and Kourtney Kardashian and said, a source says Kim was in complete dis- disbelief, but Kourtney believed it. Kourtney and so Larsa called Chloe to tell her the news. Chloe called Jordan to confront her, and Jordan eventually broke down and admitted it that, she hooked, that the hookup happened. Wait, because wait, wait, the hookup. So, wait, people saw them hook up or just saw them at the party? At the party hooking up. Like, so uh, he hit. Uh, I don't. Uh, oh, my God. So, wait, wait, wait. Did they see them making out or have sex? Because that, that part is not in the, the see, timeline but, and those facts haven't got out. But, <laughs> but, but, when, but I'm going to tell you the part that got me was when Courtney was like, I believe it. That means she knows something. This ain't probably the first time he got caught up in something or she didn't caught up in something. She, okay, but look, Courtney is the one that know. But look, I, I'm looking up right now, but I believe that Chloe um, put out an Instagram saying something about if you fuck my, my husband, you're dead to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Jordan was... She was like the new young recruit. She was about to get her own like eyelash line or something like that. You know, you know how they were just basically like making women, not in the sense of, <clears throat> well, kind of like making them from scratch, but uh, just basically making them from scratch, you know, making them a brand and making them into somebody. And Jordan was next up, but she just couldn't keep her hands off Tristan. So, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, bro. I feel like it. This side of things, 
I don't. Yo, let me put this toilet back up, man. Huh? Let me know you're ready to this back up. I mean, I'm already back in. I was like, I was taking a quick little, but it, it came, it came right back up. All right. So we've been recording. I'm, I'm probably going to just keep what we've been talking about because it wasn't right. that bad. Um. But yeah, the um. And that's. But I bro. think this side of it, I don't think that was calculated. The, the why not? Because man, the girl is about to lose her her livelihood on the front end. You know, Ooh. She, Jordan. No, wow! <clears throat> I just told you. She ain't kicked out. Yeah, she getting kicked out the circle, bro. bro. She was getting. She was. Not, bro. Do you bro, not know that she's? I heard she, she's Will Smith's cousin, bro. Or like she was like a that. she was a young pup in the Kardashian clan. You know they was you bring, she, they was bro, bringing she, her up. They was gonna give her like an eyelash line. They was gonna set her up in a business to start making money. And now she could do her own thing now. With she could publicity. do her own thing, but she was gonna have that Kardashian money backing her and the bump. But see, see, you're doing see, you're saying this thinking that it was gonna guarantee habit for her. When it could have very well just been like, maybe it'll happen next year. Maybe the next year. How do we know she probably hasn't been asking for this for a few years and then even saying next year, next year. And she's like, nah, my time is now. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that her going onto the red table so quickly is both on an act of, it, it had to be somewhat preemptive. And you if think not, so? you think you think oh, that I, you think that was like maybe I'm, like a week or so in advance that they might have had this set up? Are you well, it, okay? If not preemptive, they she had to have known. See, here's the two. Here's the reality that either is she knew that she would have had to have something planned to address this, or it just happened randomly and she just had to adapt. Which means one of two things. It means one, either she planned it and it's so insidious. How this how this Kardashian clan is with attacking people. She guarded herself early, knowing that if something happened, I had a fucking contingency plan, or that she hmm. is so connected into this industry that it could happen, and she could just turn around a week or so later and be like, Jada, Will, I need to give you your oh, no, not Will, Jada, I gotta give you your platform to tell my side yeah, of the story. There, yeah, there is something to that, man. I- Way? We, you know we're recording this podcast on a Thursday, so we're gonna find out more when she gets we're on the red table. We're gonna have I wanna to, see the just, like, I, I wanna see the interview. I wanna see what you get does. on Facebook and watch this shit. You know, I don't it's something I don't say a lot, but I'm going to get on Facebook and find out <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> I was telling somebody, I was like, yo, honestly, all Facebook needed, like like was that one episode that was gonna take him over the top to mm-hmm. make them a destination because they were trying to build up this, this on Facebook Watch, which is basically real quick. And I don't want to get too into it, but it's real quick. Facebook Watch is basically where they got all these shows, Ball in the Family, with Lonzo Ball in them, and the Family, which I, which I think is a really good reality show. Uh, I think it's very unvaunted. I think it's very unheralded, but I think now, of course, the obvious hit now is Jada Pinkins Red Table Talk. Like they're because- pushing that shit hard. Like I've seen billboards and posters but, of that but they don't have on. To. You know, they don't bus have stops it, it, like it's crazy. So the content is so authentic and it's connected so well with their dem- with the demographic that they want that they can now just do minimal. Like after this Jordan interview, 
they could do minimal advertisement, like just next episode next week, and I guarantee you get, they'll get the same kind of views as if it was two months ago and they was doing two million dollars in ads yeah. all over the country. Because that 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 brand has been developed so well. That dynamic of her mother and her daughter is just it, it, it's it, it's, it's a it's a real connecting point. And and they had will and they got yo. She can call anybody. That's the thing that makes this show a hit. All Jada, Queen, Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish, phone call away. Regina King after the Oscars, everybody phone call away. Phone call away. You're, phone yeah, call I away. Mean, she, that, but that's the thing. And you know, I said this when I first started podcasting. I said, you know what? I really needed to get myself out there because once the people who already have the connections start doing podcasts, they're going to turn out some high quality content. And that's exactly what happened. You know, that, that red table thing went from just being a podcast and some on the side to the main joint on Facebook. It's, it's, it's great to see what, what we're capable of. And, you know, I want to be, I want it to be documented for the record that a black woman is what made Facebook watch. I need people to understand that when the numbers come out, cause they're going to release them at some point and I might try to do the article myself, but they're going to release the numbers and I guarantee you, this is going to come out that that show is what made Facebook watch. Yeah. Guarantee you. Yeah, when we look back, it's definitely going to be something. But uh, let's 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 talk about some some another black woman in another platform. So um, uh, here we go. Hey Keith, uh, what's up? When was the last time you was on Black Planet? Fifteen years ago, man. I got me this years ago. Okay, Laura from Long Island. Okay, that that's that's who you were chasing. What happened? I'm not gonna get into what happened, but <laughs> like, bro, let's, say that, let's say that 16 year old Keith um learned the ups and downs of internet dating that that yo, that day. Yo, sign that Black Planet was real life, real quick. If you ain't gonna know better, um, I, I you know what? And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, I I really want to visit that uh that time, like what the, some of the things that were going on because. I always think about the Kanye line. You know how girls on Black Planet be. Yo. Uh, or the Talib line. I mean, I should say on See, the Kanye album. But it was like, was, that was so real. There was Black Planet. There was Mi Gente for the Hispanic women. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had, oh, another one too. Uh, I forgot the other one too. But they had two. Two or three. Uh, and that was just big. Like you just go there, and it was the original like online dating. Like I knew people who, and I you know met up, linked up, and was like, it was a see. This is the thing that it was we can so, go, It was a, it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time, and it was something that I don't think that we properly appreciated because the internet was so new. People gotta understand that when Black Clinic came out, internet commercial, high speed internet in homes was two years old maybe yeah. two it three was, years it, was, old. it wasn't everywhere nobody could just get on quickly and not even that that and it wasn't a culture right. see now it's like oh yeah i met somebody on tinder of course because i i met my i took my friend on facebook and i reconnected with my dad on myspace yeah we, i understood that was like no what the fuck is this internet shit like <laughs> what is the capabilities of shit i can meet girls on the internet that was a new thing, bro. 
it was a new phenomenon, a new paradigm shift that completely changed teenagers. Forget about adults who could use that for all the most deranged reasons. But for the 12, 13, 14 year old boys who was like, who's in my area that I can meet up with? I know plenty of people who lost their virginity because Black Planet was mm. so loose, mm. was so loose with the age shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it, but, it was live. It was it was live. I, I didn't I didn't do too much, uh, like you said, because it hadn't been embedded in the culture. But like once I was in high school, and I took an yeah. HTML mm-hmm. class, and I learned how to you know change up the page and whatnot. Like all right, man, let me go ahead and get my thing popping real quick. Um, Yo, CL. So so why you bring up Black Planet? So if anybody has been paying attention, especially Black Twitter. And I'm going to wrap this Black Planet thing up um, at the end by saying, because I think there's a bigger thing at play I think we should be looking at. But Solange decided to take over Black Planet. Shout out, Solange. Again, you know, stepping right into a platform and championing it. Another black woman, of course, this this, this is a black platform, of course. It's, it's Black Planet. If, just in case you haven't been paying attention. Um, so it is a little bit different than Jada Pickett Smith doing the Facebook watch. But mm. nonetheless, it is her championing a brand and a platform to bring some attention to it and also mm. show, well, this is what we are capable of. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what now. That, now what well, it's been like two days since the takeover and now we have a new Salons album coming out at midnight tonight. Uh, today being Thursday. So by Friday morning, we should have some new Salons on all the streaming platforms. So what did you think about the takeover? The interesting, you know, uh, way she displayed the artwork on Black Planet and just the move in general of taking a platform that was pretty much forgotten about and sticking it right into the mainstream. And I think that's the, I'm glad you said that. That's why she did it, I feel like. Um, and I think she maybe she explained it in the interview she did with um, somebody on Twitter or this guy who, had, who got a phone call. With her. Um, but I interviewed Giovanni Vargas, um, tour manager for a bunch of people, and he worked on her a seat, a seat at the table tour. And he said that she, and when they did the Guggenheim show, where she went to Guggenheim, he said that she wanted them to know and put black art and put black bodies and put black faces in, in areas you don't normally see them, like the Guggenheim. So I really felt like she knew Black Planet was this, un, she knew she could have went to Variety, she could have went to B, she could have went to any of these predominantly white-owned institutions, or, but she said, let me bring something as a relic that um hasn't been used at all like that is being forgot about from the black culture and let me give it a rise and also i feel like her album is going to connect to that concept of a black planet i think i think her album is going to connect to some kind of grand idea of that black people don't need to be reliant on the established power to unify and make great things happen which black planet was Uh, it was like we don't it was like we don't need to go out there and go to these white spaces Excuse me. that aren't specifically made for us. We can be proud to be like, yes, like like black does not mean anti-white, which she which she highlighted in her last album in a skit. It's like, no, we're gonna 
own our own stuff. I think it was brilliant. I think the way she did it was was amazing. She didn't roll it out because like it was the it was a great hybrid of because here's the thing about it, the surprise album is is good, but what it does is it it lends itself to people not wanting not hearing it for a while. Like if you drop a surprise album on I a Friday, make time for it. Exactly. You, you got to make people. You got to make it an event so that people stay up. Yeah, you 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 right about that, and I'm still of the old style. I like anticipation. You give me a date, you tell me it's coming out in two weeks, a month, like whatever. If I'm excited, I'm a, I can't wait. Like right now, I'm waiting on American guys to come back on Stars. I'm about to watch season one just to get ready for season two. American Gods? Yes. This show is so I gotta, I gotta get it back into that, fire, man. Bro. It oh man. I I had forgot about it just because I had been catching up on other stuff and then of course True Detective season three just ended. So like I, I gotta watch that. The um season finale. Okay, but you had been watching it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Shula Ali. Yo, Fuck he's sick, Oscars. bro. I I <laughs> I didn't know. I'm late to the game on him. Body it. Body that bo- part, son. Bro. Let me say something real quick. Mahir- what's happening right now is Mahershala Ali and Rachel Brosnahan, the star of uh, Mrs. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, are the two most accomplished actors of the last three years. And at one point, they were on the same show, House of Cards. Mm. This this House of Cards family, if if they if they get one more person to come out of there, which which people are saying could be Robin Wright. If they get one person to come out there and get like an Oscar or a Golden Globe, bro, this show is going to be up there with some of the greatest shows when it comes to who came from there, how right. accomplished, bro. Like, it's amazing what came from that show. And like, what's the, what's the freaking man? I'm trying to think of another show that's like that besides SNL. Um, oh yeah, SNL is different. I mean, like a, like a, I mean, I think you could, we could probably go with um. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, I probably so like Gerard Carmichael show, yeah, like slick, like good. even like right now because between Lil Rel and Tiffany Haddish, they've been getting a lot of work since being so, on that show. They got work. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think about which ones that have penetrated to where they're like the stars mm-hmm. of like huge. Multiple, yeah, I, that's what I'm. I'm not gonna bog it down, it but, be, but it's, it might be Game of Thrones when, when, when Game of Thrones ends. Okay. That might be the next. That might be the next one with Game of Thrones ends, which I don't watch. I think, but I understand. If I'm about to say, if we had some white people on this call, they'd probably say Mad Men. Oh, actually, no, not even that. Yes, no, not even white men people. That's true, because Mad Men had um Elizabeth Moss, yeah, who is now on Handmaid's Tale, and they had a couple of, and they had um a couple other people too. Yeah, actually, Mad Men. Yeah, you could put Mad Men up there too. Yeah. Cause I, I, that's that's the one I can think of that's got like multiple that's stars a good one. on good, other places. Good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, yeah. <clears throat> but that's and, and, you know and, and I didn't John watch Hamm it too. like shout that. Shout out John Ham. Yo, shout out to him. John Ham is a fool out there. I ain't fool out there, bro. But um, but just uh getting back to Solange and the and the uh Black Planet. I don't know why I can't speak. I need some more water. On the, low. <laughs> on the low I need some more water I ain't gonna lie to you but uh, getting back to Solange and 
what she's got going on. Like, cause I'm looking at what you said, and it's funny that I even brought Gerard Carmichael up, cause she has a song on here called Gerard. I'm I'm curious to see what that's about, cause I know if he said some really off the wall things uh, about black people, and I tend to agree with most of it, but just cause we kind of on the same wavelength, I'm gonna explain. Oh, she got so much Gerard Carmichael on it. No, I just see the name on it. I'm just oh. hoping that when I'm thinking. <laughs> He says some off the wall things. I can see her taking some of that because I'm looking at the track list and thinking about what you said about, you know, the black planet thing, reflecting what might be on the album. Yeah. You know, I can see names like down with my click, down with the click. Can I hold the mic? Uh, My skin, my logo. You know, I see there there could be something to that. We're going to definitely have to listen to that album to see if that thing connects. Um, and I love that she doesn't give the features. Nah, she has, she did she, the she did the what I'm calling Travis Scott, which is the features are probably Easter eggs. Don't call the don't 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 give it to him. I'm not gonna give it to him, but in, like that? that was the first time in the streaming era that I have been caught off guard because I did not know who was on the album and what to expect. That's so, not true. Well, who did it before? For four, 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 four did it. You didn't know who was going to be on the album. And then you got Beyonce. Then you got um, but many people have done this. All right, since, way before Travis Scott, with Drake. Look, with, if you're reading this, um, it's too late. Jake, oh, Jake had nobody on it, but like people have done no, this. No, he's but, no that uh, we're going to uh, some people butterfly. Damn. Every Kendrick guy, like, that's what I'm trying to say is, don't give Travis. I get it. Travis Scott was hot, and I don't want to take any from him. But I feel like, and it's not just to you, but I feel like Travis Scott is so much ingrained into the culture of the new generation, the Snapchat, the YouTube, the like. I can edit anything and put it together and make it my own kind of generation, the TikTok generation. That people are giving him a lot of credit that he does not deserve. Like right. I heard okay. one, I heard right. one kid, I heard one kid say that, "Yo, why are you doing the Travis Scott thing? What's that? You know, putting three songs in one, my nigga." No, no, no that's different. That's not that's that's totally different. I see what you're saying, but what I'm talking about is the. I have Drake on the third song, and I'm not telling anybody. You have no freaking clue what's about to happen. Like to me. That's if not, Kendrick yeah. has done that, many people have done that. I'm, look, I'm just talking about in the streaming era, you know, because because yep. look, because when you buy it physical, there's like you could find out. There was ways for you to find out before you start listening to it. I'm talking about since the streaming era where I had no clue. I had to just listen to it. I had to go through the whole album. I had no choice but to go through it and find out who was on there. Wait, Solange did it for him. On which album? Her last album, three years ago, in the streaming era. You ain't know who was on it. She had Lil Wayne on it. She had Master P on it. She had her dad on it. Like, you know who was going to be on it. I'm trying to tell you, like, what he did was just follow a model that people have been doing. But he did it in a way where it was bigger than maybe any you of the albums. right. I'll... You probably that right. Probably I, I'm, not even, was I'm not even going to answer, but it's just, I'm looking, I know from what 
I experienced when I listened mm-hmm. to it. It's like it might have not been the first time it been done, but it's the first time. It's like I was like, oh it, shit! Like it he, was effective. It was very effective. It, was, it, it, it made me. Listen, I had to no. listen to the whole album. Just put it like, like that. He did it in a way that made me like commanded my attention for an entire album, no matter how many songs was on it. Which is very rare in this in this era where you can get great albums almost anywhere. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, let me see, cause I'm now you got me looking it up. But to recap, some of the things we were saying about Solange and more with Black Planet, um, I feel like her pushing platforms is 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 probably going to be a thing for her, like going forward, and she will be a cultural staple. Like we were talking about. Um, before we started the podcast about, you know, that being almost like the first family of hip hop yep. and R and B and maybe she, even the, the, the black community, like right there, they're one of them. They're, they're what like music of music. Yes. You know, it's, it's the nose, the nose Carters, however you want to say it. Um, this, nah, this no, is, don't, don't do that. No. Hey man, we look, I, uh, I love Jay-Z, but look, no. man, uh, talk about they were the, mach- the elevator all you want, nigga. That's still <laughs> that's family, bro. Yo, that's- <laughs> I will say this the elevator. If there was anything that I want to give Jay Z and the Nose Carter family credit for, it's taking that and and not letting it destroy them. No, and actually, it didn't even, it was just another thing, like that was some real, like we're handling this like family. So, I'm glad you said that because I think that honestly. There is not, there has not been a time recently that I can think of where a family where two people who are t- cl- like brother sister or sister sister like like closely related grew up together in the same household that are comparably the same superstar and are putting out albums that can command it. like nobody's listened to be to Solange's album because she's Beyonce's sister. Right. Solange, she's commanded this kind of attention because she's she Solange knows. And the same Beyonce, nobody listens to Beyonce, of course. Nobody listens to Beyonce because she's Solange's sister. But like it's it's the fact that they can both command that attention of like, we're waiting so patiently for you that you have our attention. And this is in this era, the highest currency is attention. And if you can suspend that for so long that you don't put an album out for three, for two and a half years. And people want, and people still want it. Yeah, like that is something that is magnificent. Because like when Janet and Michael did scream, it wasn't like it was it was Michael Jackson his little sister. It was Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson, and them having the last name just meant that that fucking family was amazing. And Knowles was raised very similar to the Jacksons, a military style. You're working, and you you you're gonna become great at any means necessary. Twelve years old. 11, 13 years old, practicing like fucking adults. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is what happened. It's what happened. And I love it. And I and I think that is a sign of black excellence. And I and I cannot wait for this album from Solange because she put a foot 19 tracks. That's a lot of tracks, man. It, that thing better be slamming. And well, she's a lot of interludes. Books. There are some I see that. Interludes. She got interludes. 
and like she's the type of artist that is so creatively amazing. You look you, you look forward to interludes. You look right. forward to what are the what are the little parts that is because to me interludes is an artist speaking to you without music. Correct. It's probably some of the most purest artistic expression is when they're like, I don't have a song, a rhythm. I don't have to confine myself to this beat pattern, to this full bar structure, this eight bar structure. I'm just gonna have somebody talk, or I'm gonna have this happen. I'm gonna have like, I always felt like at a seat at the table whenever she would bring in the masterpiece. Her, her dad or the poetry it would always be when it's like when, when it would be like i can't say this in a song or it'll be a 12 minute song mm-hmm. like like a 12 minute song is to me a two-minute conversation yeah that, yeah I, I i feel you on that that and that's definitely true uh yeah and just thinking about some of the other you know great albums that Mm-hmm. aren't the same without the interludes yeah um, mm-hmm. whether i mean you could go i mean keep it in the family you want to eliminate you know that, the 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 interludes like stitch the album together you go with the classics on slick rick man like you could tell anywhere when somebody's really crafting the album when they really put some time and effort into the yes. intermissions between songs um, but yeah, man, I'm, I can't wait to listen to that and see what Solange has for us. Uh, I can't wait to see how she how she tours it and how she does it physically. Because when I talked to Giovanni Vargas, her, her tour manager, he said that she had an idea of just not doing the same show twice. That's a clickety clack, you know. That's because that that was in your um. So you you gotta listen to. Count the dings. Shout out to Jay Hoy and all them dudes that count the dings. But anytime a writer comes on and they talk about something that they wrote about, that's a clickety clack. Shout out to clickety clack. Yeah, I talked to him for my Tour Tales um, series of Revolt, Studio Session series of Revolt. So, there you go. Tales, Say it right. Get the humble brag in there. Check out, I mean, come on, bro. Like, I mean, it's one of the biggest things that Revolt right now. I mean, holla at me. We just did some big things. We got some big <laughs> things. But this isn't about me. It's about. Solange, what she's doing, and he said that she had a vision for her her set, for her visual, how she was going to present it visually. She's one of those artists where, like, she doesn't just do an album and then go, okay, let's think about a tour. She's thinking, like, at the same time about everything, and that's why it comes together so holistically and so seamlessly is because they were all made together. I I, I guarantee you the mm. tour, the tour, the, pro, the, the promo, the album... And whatever else she puts out was made together. None of that was made like, oh wait, let's do this now. Nah, all of that was made nah, it, together. It's a package that, and that that's, I mean that, and that might be something that just comes with age and just knowing things. But 100%. that I I've noticed like that's that's almost like a family staple. Everything is it's a it's a complete package from pre rollout to post rollout to the tour. Like you said, it is. No stone is untouched when it comes to prep around the product. So shout out to them. Shout out to those. I cannot wait to listen to that. Um, but before we move off of this completely, I went on Black Planet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let's just put that out. I, I I had to get on. I had to see what was popping because I'm a tech guy and. If there was any opportunity for a platform to get life back 
there is a time right now for it. Yes. Because Twitter is not the same. And black Twitter needs a new home. That's a good point. If they were so motivated to make it work, they literally need to just make a Twitter style interface and just post all the black stuff. Just, just get it all. Like there's not no worry about the advertising. Like we all that stuff can come later. We can just just get everybody. Go snatch everybody from Twitter. Cause right now, I went on. I'm not gonna lie. Keep you single. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, kinda, yeah. All Ish. right, in between there. Something like that. It's complicated. I'm in between. In between. Okay. So yeah. <clears throat> so like when I went on Black Planet. All I could see was like thousands and thousands of black women. Now, of course, this is because of the Solange push. But if you were on Black Planet before, it's not that different. Difference is the pictures are much better. I should get back on Black Planet. You might want to get back on Black Planet. I'm just going to tell you that right now, bro. There's some. Hey. You know, you come back to Black Planet, you like it's like you and like five other dudes. I'm Yo, telling and you. I, I see you on Black Planet tonight because when the album drops, you know everybody oh, on Black be lit. Planet. <laughs> it's lit already. Don't <laughs> talk about it, Solange. Already. So let me hop on that shit quick. Your good you know looks, see? Like it's. I'm curious to see what it is because right now it looks more like Instagram mixed with Pinterest. But if they could just get this UI figured out real quick while they getting people to come back, I'm telling you, Black Twitter would have a new home and it wouldn't take long. I'm telling I see it. I But I feel like they're going to go it's after the the Instagram crowd and not the Twitter crowd and it's going to be a big mistake yeah this is a weird layout it's kind of like it's not really for dating this planet right you want a black planet you want something that's appealing to you as far as the UI and I like I said I'm big on tech and when I see your UI failing from jump it's not good you can't keep mm. people like that they gotta hurry up do something because you don't get a lot of quick signups, and he's got to tell people, "Hey, we working on it. Something like let me know that you can get this working. Because if they don't, there is just gonna go away. It just be something that we can appreciate." I agree with that. And so what's going on, CL? But man, I I, I give it. Uh, we are gonna check back on Black Planet in like. 30 days, 45, like and 60, and see what they got. Oh, I like this, a little research thing. Yes. I'm going to be, I'm going to dip in and on, on and off, just to check it out, see if anything has changed. Because I saw they was doing some article printing, like they were doing a little blog post, and far a few between. Somebody failed on that front. I might, it's almost begging for a little write-up. You know, we we might, I might have to get in my bag and oh. do a little bit of writing myself because I see there's some. 
I see some things that could be uh that could be so done. Get, that, get that bag, CL. I might have to. Uh, 